0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another Bass Singer Reaction. Today we're going to be listening to Diana Ankudinova sing, Can't Help Falling in Love, on what I believe is the Russian version of the voice, essentially, this competition that she was in. I've been getting request upon request upon request to listen to her. There, there are a bunch of claims about her being a dramatic contralto, which is a very, very rare voice type, really only used in the operatic world. Um, it's really a Fach, which in the German Fach system for vocal classification. It's a very specific voice type. Um, so we're going to be checking out that today, and I'm very excited. I have not listened to it yet. I have heard so many good things. Basically, on all my Dimash videos, there is uh, hundreds of recommendations for me to listen to this, this young star. So we're doing that. Guys, please like this video. Please subscribe to my channel. Help my channel grow. It's been growing so well lately and it's very exciting for me to see that happening. Uh, Very, very awesome. So shouts to all you guys for the support. And if you really like what I'm doing, if you're finding more value in your listening experience from listening to my commentary, please consider donating to my Patreon for as little as $1 a month. And the description along with everything else is, or the, the link is in the description below along with links to my social media and such merchandise other good stuff like that Um, but without further ado I know why you guys are here you want to uh, watch me freak out about this uh, amazing young talent so let's check out uh, let's check out this um, amazing rendition of can't help falling in love originally by Elvis Presley Sí did she go to okay so first of all yes very i'm not going to label her dramatic contralto because like i said that is an operatic term and it is a very specific kind of voice used in the opera world to describe basically a contralto already a very rare voice type that has just an incredible amount of power in the low range enough power in that part of their chest range to still be able to sing over an orchestra. I have performed with one dramatic contralto, um, Charmé. Shout out to Charmé, who has sung at the Metropolitan Opera, which is uh, notoriously one of the best opera houses in the world. And it was absolutely remarkable being next to her in a small rehearsal space, because it was like, when she was in her chest voice, it's just so much power down there. Um, So I don't want to label her as that, because I haven't heard her sing any opera, but, what I can say is that she has definitely a very low chest range and a very dark color to her sound. Which, yeah, sure. I mean, I feel pretty safe calling her a contralto because of those qualities. Um, a pretty, a, a very remarkably dark color to her sound. Um, let's. I actually want to go back and um, just get a few pitches there. I, it seems like we're in F minor. Do do do, which is the original song by Elvis is in D major. That's why I was looking kind of funny during the intro, is because I mean it's a love song. It's and not a, not a sad love song. It's you know uplifting and inspiring, despite being a, a slow you know kind of melodramatic ballad. But then this intro is very much in the minor key, so I was like, whoa, where are we going? This am I listening to the right song? We are, in fact, but it's uh, being done in a minor key, which is very interesting. So I just want to go back, get a few, get a few pitches here, see how low she's singing in this section. Man say hey. Only who's so she, I'm singing an octave lower. So she's singing C3, C3, D flat three, which, yeah, is pretty much as low as you'll hear a woman sing in any context. But but she's actually able to maintain, I think, still vibrato down there. There's, a, there's just a hint. There's a hint of vibrato on that... Um, sorry, down here. I was singing. She's singing here. C three D Db, flat D flat three. She is made there's just a hint of still relaxation and looseness on that D flat. The C sounds like it's getting pretty close to the bottom, but it, it loosens up a little bit on that D flat. Which means, you know, if you know under different conditions, especially with something like morning voice, um after a long night of drinking or something, she could probably push well below that C three down into the second octave which is truly truly rare um very cool let's keep going and of course with that very dark very dark color that that very warm chocolatey color in her voice It's really a, it's really a, a a pleasant voice, I'll say. It has it just has a very warm, kind of easy, relaxed feel to it. You know, there's no extra pressure. There's not a lot of uh, subglottal pressure, which means the vocal folds are coming together super tight to get a very to get a sound with a lot of cut and a lot of high harmonic resonance. She's staying very much in this just relaxed, using the air. Everything's very free. Coming out, um, it's it's just very it's very easy singing, it's very easy singing, so it's very pleasing. I am real, I'm really taken by this arrangement. I think it's fascinating, and so different from the original. You just just pop over and listen to Elvis and and the arrangement he does with this song. It's so radically different, both in instrumentation and how, and obviously the key is different. The chords are different because Elvis is major, this one's minor. And the other little melodic and harmonic patterns happening with the instrumentation is all different. And it's it's just never a way, it's just never, uh, I wouldn't have imagined this song being done in such a way. And I think it not only is very cool, but it's also fitting for her voice because she doesn't have the voice from what I can tell, to to like her voice wouldn't gel as well with something really like, like peppy or not to say the originals peppy, but just her voice seems very well suited for this more kind of dark dramatic feel to it, and so I think the producers of this show and the music directors I'm sure were are playing towards her strengths strengths in the sense that they're you that she's able to capitalize on this dark more dramatic sounding voice that she has. That's very interesting. But uh, so her voice is very interesting. And this arrangement is also very interesting. That was cool. So there was a lot of, um, there's some interesting chest voice to head voice and then in a mixed voice happening there, some pitches. Chest voice, chest voice, head voice. Head voice. I think compresses into chest voice on her way up, is what it sounds like to me. Ooh, or maybe she just, maybe it's a, maybe she remains in a sort of more breathy, airy chest voice and then takes that up. One more time. Yeah, I'm going to take back what I first said. I'm going to say that she remains in chest voice. At least she, I think she takes a breath before that. You. So I think she goes. Falling in love. Uh, in head voice. So that she goes up a few notes, chest voice, switches to head voice. Then before you, switches back to chest voice, a breath like a breathy version. You. And then compresses it to get up to that high note. Which is a C5, so tenor, tenor high C there. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what's happening. <laughs> but she's up to F5. Sorry, that's six. Five E flat five C five, and this of this of course is all in head voice. So she's not she's not letting chest voice belting rip up there. This is this is all head voice for this moment. For these, uh, I'll go back a few seconds. up to B flat 5 so almost up to that, that soprano high C so really showing an extremely wide range wide vocal range here from those cavernous low super dark chest voice all the way down to a C3 all the way up to a B flat 5 so almost three octaves we've seen in this piece Oh, that, well, that, that is one of the craziest timbres I've, I've heard come out of a person and not expected at all. Okay, so if you compare what just happened to the start, so in the start she was singing with that chest voice and we, you could tell it's very dark very low but she wasn't putting any power behind it now i see why people are calling her dramatic contralto i still am not going to say that because it's still so far outside of an operatic context um, and it's amplified and all this so there's just no way to tell how loud and powerful her voice would actually be off mic it sounds powerful but unfortunately that's no there's that's not an automatic indication that's why opera house is pretty much will never hire someone based on recordings. They have to hear that voice in person live because you just can't tell the true size of a voice, even with no microphones involved, even a totally raw uh, performance. So there's too many factors for me to, to, to just slap the label dramatic contralto, but she clearly does have some, some strong chest voice belting. But the timbre is what I'm absolutely fascinated by because she comes out of this high head voice and comes into this, this strong, super—I mean, like super dark—timbre, um, which is just—I mean, it, it sounds—it sounds so dark that it sounds modulated, like it sounds like you took someone's voice and then pitched it down because that like messes with all the formants that happen in the voice. Formants are. Basically, a reflection of the shape of the vocal tract, and so when you shift something down in an audio workstation without accounting for the formants, you get this. It's basically like the throat's getting like bigger and bigger. So if you, if I were to sing, uh, then if I started shifting the formants, it would sound like this, or like as it as it went down, it would that would happen to the voice. So maybe a better example would be. If I was talking and then went down and then nice I didn't change the formants and it just was like this and it got really muffled down here. Sounds like super wonky, right? It's cause I'm intentionally manipulating it. I'm pulling my tongue back to darken it, and I'm making my pharynx like super wide to give it that dark, really dark space. Like that's like that's like how her voice sounds, but it's happening. It's happening in a much more natural way than what I was just doing. So I'm just absolutely fascinated by <laughs> by what's happening there. And now I'm now I'm desperate to hear her sing something with no microphone and no sound system, like just raw. Because I don't think they're manipulating it. Otherwise, like, why would this be such a special voice if they just made it sound like that? So I think there really is something to it. But I just want to hear what it sounds totally raw. Because, you know, e- even in live performance, there's plenty of editing that can happen through the... Because the mic, the signal from the microphone, the audio, the, the actual audio, sa- the sound waves get translated into... Basically get coded digitally into binary code. And then that code is sent electronically through a system. And then it's processed and then sent out through the amplification. So there's... There are places in there where the signal can be manipulated just like it would in an audio workstation and it, and it can be done in real time. So it would be possible, totally possible, I mean plenty of artists do this not to hide their voice like as an effect kind of thing. It would be possible to to manipulate her voice in real time even on a show like this, even when performed live. Um, but I don't think that's happening in the way that would make it like a totally fake sound. I think her voice is just... Crazy, crazy, dark. But I want to listen to this again. I want to listen to this transition from this, this high stuff, this high head voice, into this, <laughs> this wildly dark, uh, chest voice belting she does. There it is. Let's gotta go back a bit more. There, the That's a high B flat mouth right there. That, like, wide open. He's ready. He knows. Bravo! And I don't think. Let me go back. Oh, you know what? I was thinking about. Um, in my last Dimash video, I was like, "Show me your tongue. I want to see your tongue, because the tongue is by far the biggest manipulator of not only vowel but also resonance and the resonant structure of your sound." So like I can sing all all the, let's say the five main Italian vowels, I, e, a, o, U, all with one mouth position. Because the tongue is what's doing almost all the work when you do that, um, which is really fascinating. So now I want to go back and see what her tongue's doing. And I was joking about making a shirt that says, show me your tongue and putting it up with the rest of my merchandise. <laughs> uh but let's uh, let's go back and see if we can see what her tongue's doing because like i demonstrated a minute ago it sounds like the tongue is like way back and it's all this for like low larynx and the tongue's pulled way back and it's making this like super muffled sound but i don't think that's happening with her i think she just has that sound naturally or almost into- maybe there's some kind of tongue manipulation but not not like what i was just doing so let's go let see if See if we can get a look at her tongue here. Let's see. Her tongue's fine. Her tongue's like all the way forward. I don't think she's doing anything. It's a very healthy looking tongue position. Good for you, Diana. No, oh, it's a great tongue position. It's a great tongue. It's just perfectly flat with the tip of the tongue resting on the back of the bottom row of teeth. That's that's what you want. You want a relaxed tongue sitting right there, especially on an ah vowel. Um Love, love with you. That's what you want. So she's got a great, healthy tongue position. Holy shit. What a... Man, this was... I gotta admit, when I started the video, I was like, okay, cool, she's got a, she's got a low voice, nice. Um, okay, she's got high notes, cool, you know, cool. This last verse is like, like, I've, I've never heard anything like it. Crazy, crazy cool voice. Um, I'm very excited to watch more of this young singer. Uh, people said she's 16, is that right? Um, Wow. Fantastic. Okay. Well, this is a first time reaction and analysis of Can't Help Fall In Love by uh, Adina Ankudinova. And um, yeah, guys, if you enjoyed, please like, please subscribe, please uh, consider donating to my Patreon. helps support me as a young uh, young professional opera singer um, and a content creator. You know, my Patreon is how uh, a decent chunk of that income comes in. So. Thank you all for the support. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, hope you enjoyed this, and um, I'll see you for the next one. Bye. Bye.